You're listening to the Mother of All Solutions podcast. Conversations about careers and caring for today's parents. I mean, definitely a top tip for anyone who wants to learn to sew. I would just look up tutorials of things that I wanted to make. And there is probably some content out there that is very beginner friendly. And I just had to go with it. It was trial and error. I was having fun. I think for the first time in many, many years, I was learning a skill and not being examined on it. So welcome listeners to Mother of All Solutions for the new term. Um, I hope everyone has survived the summer holidays. Um, I know I'm quite pleased that this week is now underway and yeah life might get into a bit more of a routine and um, I'm also super excited that today being the first episode of Mother of All Solutions since the summer break I've got two amazing guests I've got Lauren Tedstone and Vicky Reed from the Great British Sewing Bee um, but also women and mothers in their own right which we're going to discover about in this episode today and um, so welcome to Lauren and welcome to Vicky hi ladies hi Hello. lovely to meet you and we're, we're we're on a, an online recording. We're not together, which is a shame. But just for listeners, do you want to explain where you are and what you've been up to today? Lauren, you go first. Yeah. Um, so I'm Lauren Tedstone. I am the quarter finalist from this year's Great British Sewing Bee. And as well as all things sewing, I'm also a mother of two living in the Midlands. Um, I'm originally from London and now based in the Midlands. So nice. this summer has consisted of trips down to London to see my family and also a trip to Hastings as well with my kids and lots of other activities in between mm. working and also sewing. <laughs> and what about today? What's your day been like today then? So today has been a mix of sorting out like life admin. The kids are back <laughs> to school this week. So it's all yeah. things go, go, go for school, pack lunches lunch money, making sure uniform is the right size, as well as panic sewing lots of labels into clothing. <laughs> oh, yeah, we need to get your top tips, ladies, on uh, school uniform sewing. <laughs> Don't leave it till September. <laughs> okay, well, it's going to be too late for that. Done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's lovely to, to get that intro from you, Lauren, and find out about your, your day-to-day as well. Um, and what about you, Vicky? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been up to. So my name's Vicky. I've got two kids as well. Um, I've got Iris, who's five, and Ezra, who's three. I live in Lincolnshire. I was the semi-finalist for this year's Sewing Bee, which is how I met Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, I mean, my summer's been very much the same. Juggling work, children, life admin, you know what it's like. Yeah, a bit mental. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, thank you both so much for coming on today. Um, and as you said, you know, you both reached such a good stage in the series, right? Quarterfinal, semi-final as well. I mean, amazing. So well done to you both. Um, you must you. feel super proud. Um, or are you a bit embarrassed to talk about it now? How how does it? <laughs> it's it's definitely a mix of sheer pride mm. and then also the fear that maybe not fear but mm. you don't know who's watched it so oh, you can't introduce <laughs> you, in my in my head it was just me and my husband and the tv but you can't <laughs> introduce yourself as hi my name is lauren from sewing bee because that is just so awkward if people don't watch sewing bee and they've never even heard of it <laughs> so although you know like every day we are filled with pride of how far we have come and how much we've achieved yeah you also have to stay very modest and, mm. <laughs> um and 
ultimately, like, we're just two mummies that happen to be on TV and met. Yeah, I was gonna say, so... <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel very much the same as I always have. Yeah, yeah. obviously, really proud, and it was a great experience. But you, f- I think, I don't know about you, Lauren, but it was a secret for such a long time. Mm. You one sort of forget that it's out in the open now, and two, it sort of feels bizarrely surreal doesn't it yeah, yeah it does because your timeline's it... slightly different to the viewers timeline of it all yeah hmm. yeah of course I feel as the timeline is so different so um, different yeah there are moments where you did have to stay quite quiet about a lot of things mm. so it did feel like a, a secret didn't it Vicky mm. and... and everyone's feelings are in a different place because our excitement and mm. anxiousness and everything like that was a year ago mm. and people are watching it with the oh I'm so nervous to see how you get on tonight and I'm yeah. like well I feel fine about I've, it I've <laughs> done it like it's been done, done it. I'm over that now yeah yeah, yeah. And, it, and, it, and it felt weird like even um we did get so so far in the competition and we we're both so proud of how far we got and even when mm. we did leave it was people's reactions of like sympathy. And I was like, wait, why, why, why are you giving me sympathy? I don't need sympathy. I'm just, I'm just so proud. I like, smashed it. I yeah. Did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did yeah. really well because it, we already had that kind of grieving process of yeah. where we had come in the competition already between us. Like mm. the 12 of us as a collective mm. have been such a support for each other within that process mm. that it actually felt like when it was airing, it was kind of like, Oh, now everyone else gets to see that yeah we've done it already and yeah so I actually Mm. felt I enjoyed every moment of being on there I enjoyed leaving Mm. as in I enjoyed seeing my progression and seeing how far I got and that sense of you know like the journey yeah Yeah, I really enjoyed the journey every element of the journey so when people are like oh it was so sad you're crying I'm like babe I cry all the time. <laughs> That's just That's norm what for happens me. when you have kids. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Suddenly you're just an emotional wreck and you don't know why. But back to sewing bee, because that's obviously how I've seen you and when I approached you it was much earlier in the competition, so I had no idea how you were going to progress. But obviously I got a little glimpse of your work on the sewing bee but also your personal lives and the fact that you were mothers so I think Lauren your intro reel or whatever they put together very (laughs) much said that you know you changed your career as a a kind of worker parent and I thought that's intriguing and we'll hear more about that and then (laughs) Vicky there was lots of conversation about things you were making for your kids and and I was just like oh this is so nice just to kind of hear these personal journeys or you know the the snippets of your lives behind the sewing bee and then obviously just the next couple of episodes seeing you as friends as well like I think this one episode (laughs) where you like go out the studio linked arms and it was so sweet I mean I I, I didn't quite cry but I did think that was very nice Um, because of course the relationships are part of the tv experience aren't they it's not just what you make it's yeah what, what the oh, relationship definitely. is so how definitely. did that come about how did you two bond in the in the room in the sewing room how did you bond? it sounds it sounds like we're talking about like our first ever date and how it's just like we locked eyes and it was just yeah, forever maybe it was. <laughs> um so I would say our probably first moment of realizing that we had just so many things in common were the kids mm. so mm. I already I followed Vicky on Instagram and ah as a weirdo that I am, the first thing I ever said to Vicky was, oh my God, hi, I follow you on Instagram. And I 
you know, I play this back in my head all the time. I'm like, who does that? Like, <laughs> who introduces themselves like that? Um, so I already followed Vicky. Okay. Um, and we weirdly, messaged each other. I was going to say, we had, we had messaged each other because <laughs> mm. I had seen a make that she had done where mm. she had made a mini version of an outfit for her daughter, which is yeah. right up mm. my street because I make loads of little outfits for my daughter as well. So we had messaged before. So when I met her, it already felt like I knew a lot about her and that yeah. there were some things that we definitely um, could relate to. Mm. So I think it was the evening before the first episode. Um, mm. Our rooms were only a short walk away from each other where we were staying. And she knocked on the door and she was like, do you want to have a cup of tea? And I was like, yeah, I really <laughs> want to have a cup of tea. And not only did we connect over the fact we have children, but we're also tea obsessed as well oh my goodness <laughs> and the we both made. liked mm. yeah we I mean, drank I don't know a lot of tea <laughs> we drank a lot of tea and I don't know if it was a um I don't know if it was the fact it was the tea or the way that we actually drink our tea because we're very fussy and we like a very strong cup of tea so when she made that first cup of tea and it was a strong cup of tea I thought this is the girl for me Aww. we're gonna Aww. we can do this the fact she likes a strong brew as well this is gonna be perfect I think I like accosted you in the corridor and then we probably <laughs> spoke for four hours <laughs> and then that became a theme every yeah night. yeah I think it'll be like just knock on the door and then we'll be talking at the door for at least half an hour and I'll be like do you want to just come in because yeah. I mean standing in the door it's just not working like let's just <laughs> so was it like a hotel uh one of those rubbish kettles with the really short leads in the hotel were you Luck- having to <laughs> luckily the ke- the kettle was amazing good these are these are things that we needed you know these are the behind the scenes <laughs> that people want to know the kettle was amazing <laughs> the tea was brilliant we had options but the fact that there was Yorkshire tea was amazing. Good. Everybody was happy, right? This is everyone it. was everyone was happy. So yeah, that's how we first um started talking. Mm. And then although we did have the connection of um the children and our love mm. of tea, there was also the very obvious the fact that we're about to embark on this sewing competition together. Mm. Which and must we all have been sewing. so intense, right? As well. Very yeah. intense. And mm. I think one of those first uh over the first few days that intense relationship wasn't just between Vicky and I, it was genuinely mm. between all of the bees. We yeah. all just had that really in- instant connection. Mm. We were all doing something so surreal. Mm. We've left behind people that don't know why we've left them behind to oh, do this. Yeah. So it felt quite nice to just be able to talk about the process up until that point yeah. with these these 12 people. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just happened to be that Vicky and I have very similar <laughs> children that we had left behind and it was I can't remember yeah. if it was for you Vicky but it was one of the first times I had actually stayed away from my children yeah same um, so we both left our we both well your youngest and my eldest it was both their first day of school so we dropped yeah. them off in the morning and then left and then for yes. up yeah. to six weeks didn't we <laughs> so yeah so it was it was yeah. as a parent a very hard experience especially I for the age of our children as well yeah so my children are still fairly young I've got a five and an eight-year-old mm-hmm. um but they are old enough to understand that mummy wasn't there yeah yeah, yeah. but they were also too young for me to tell them everything because you know contractually I had to keep secrets and yeah, yeah. my children are very honest 
I can imagine in the playground the gossip would have been going round, right? Oh, I mean, definitely. this is it. So, so neither of us told our kids, did we? we no, didn't we didn't tell the kids. The rest of the world found out. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I hadn't expected yeah. this line of conversation in the episode. This yeah. is really intriguing. That's really <laughs> that's like added pressure on top of the pressure of the competition, right? Oh, yeah. definitely, definitely. I think, I mean, everyone has personal circumstances that make the competition that little bit harder for definitely. them. Definitely, um, I agree. Yeah, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be work dynamic. There could be so many things that could yeah. make the competition mm-hmm. that little bit harder. That is never really portrayed on the TV. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the one thing that we found very difficult was the fact that we had very young children. Mm. And it was, I mean, many parents can relate to how mm. tricky it is to just... The logistics of childcare, mm, yeah. even if even if it is just family or if mm. it is um, paid for childcare, the logistics of that yeah, on yeah. top of preparing for being on TV, yeah. that mm. it's it, it was very draining. You mm. know, we've got and... we both got two children with two different routines with two different sets of needs. Mm. Um, so it, in order for me to get onto the show, there were so many obstacles that I had to think about as a parent. Yeah. Um, in order to get on I, I mean I don't regret it at all and now that my children know like they're obviously very happy mm. but yeah there was a lot of sacrifice <laughs> definitely I mean I obviously I assumed there was some level but like obviously all the secrets and all the like kind of backwards yeah. and forwards of it yeah Vicky what you're gonna say something yeah um oh yeah I was just gonna say and even though we all know we should do things for ourselves and how important it is you I mean you still feel guilty about it don't you mm. of course of yeah. course yeah yeah You can't step away from that. Just moving backwards a little bit then, Mm. that kind of application process. Um, Vicky, do you want to tell us a little bit about your work life and what then led up to you in your career and then your sewing to kind of thinking, I should apply for the B, I should do this. What, What was that all about? Um... Well, my career, I'm a police dispatcher um, for Lincolnshire Police. So very, very different career to anything crafty or hobby related. Um, And work didn't have anything to do with it, to be honest. Mm. I applied for the sewing bee because I'd had children and I wanted to teach them that they could believe in themselves and do anything. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think that you can really teach anyone anything if you don't try and do it yourself that's my opinion not about everything but about some things so I really wanted to lead by example to my children Mm. so I decided I need to stop saying oh I can't do this I can't do that I'm not capable I'm not confident enough I'm too anxious whatever reason it was and I don't even know why I thought I'd apply for the sewing bee I think I just (laughs) thought "Ah, why not and were you very much (laughs) yeah so how much sewing were you doing at the time were you like sewing as a hobby just at the weekends or like kind of what or was it a bit more intense as a hobby or yeah I well I've always dabbled since I was younger um Mm. and I probably my gran used to have a hand crank singer machine that I used to be fascinated by as a kid um, and since then I've dabbled, you know, you do a bit of school, don't you? Mm. Or a bit on my, I don't know, a bit in my spare time. Dabbled in all sorts of crafts, mm. just out of interest. And then um, I got into it properly when I got pregnant with Iris because I wanted to make things for her. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I got into it more. And then since then, oh, I say pretty much every day. 
pretty okay. much. And so the Honestly. application was just an extension of that everyday sewing for you then. It was kind of like showing your kids yeah. something ambitious about yourself and having a hobby that, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. No, it's yeah. great. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just, you know, the motivations for doing these things, I think is really interesting, right? Like what, <laughs> what do you put yourself forward for? And yeah. I don't think I thought I'd ever get on it is the truth. I okay. think I just thought I'll show this gesture. It will be a gesture towards me doing things okay. and then that'll be it. <laughs> yeah. And then life can continue as normal. Yeah. yeah. I'll just make these gestures that I'm, yeah. I'm trying to believe in myself. <laughs> But, you know, it was a great experience. I'm yeah. so glad I did it. And, and um, great yeah. for your self-confidence, definitely. And did you have to just then apply and get approval from your kind of employer then to have the period of time off to go and do the recording? Was was that kind of pretty smooth or? Oh, um, yeah, because I, I work for the police pretty much. Most things I do have to be authorised because of, because it's the police and you know, we represent the organisation. So um, I did have to get it signed off by a couple of departments. And obviously, it was a lot of time off work as well. But yeah. they were really supportive of it. So oh, they were very, amazing. very good. Yeah, that's good. And everything worked out semi-finalist. Amazing. Mm. So <laughs> well done you. And Lauren, what about you? What was your kind of career background and then journey into entering uh, the sewing bee? I haven't been sewing as long as Vicky, so I'm fairly new to sewing. So I've been sewing um, for just under four years. So, and I think I've been garment sewing only three of those. So I'm fairly new to sewing. So I didn't uh, study sewing at school or do anything kind of crafty like that at all uh, within my education. And I ended up studying law. I have a law degree and then went on to go back to um, do this basically like second part of that law degree in order to become a barrister um, with a one-year-old so I did that had my daughter and um, I then finished and I decided to have my son and from there I was fortunate enough to essentially take a career break before the career so <laughs> that's how I describe it so yeah, I yeah. I made the decision to step back from law and step back from everything legal um, because it just didn't work with my dynamic at the time. I had two very, very young children mm. and the area of law I wanted to get into is not a nine to five and it would require a lot more than I could have you know, given at the time. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to prioritize raising my babies, which is a privilege in itself. And I'm very grateful that I had that opportunity. So I was a stay at home mum for um, just over five years. So it was at the point where my son was a little bit older and a bit more independent. Mm -hmm. And my daughter has always been a bit of a mother hen. So she was also independent. And I just wanted to learn something for me. So I decided ah, okay. to, as, as Vicky says, I'm one of those people that has dabbled in crafts before. I've always been that crafty mum. Mm. Um, at playgroups, I was often the one that would be sat with the kids while they're doing the craft because yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm um, that kind of person as well. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, you know, I really, I really enjoy that part of motherhood. I'm not going to lie. I, I am that little Pinteresty mum that yeah. finds out how to make edible Play-Doh and stuff. But um, <laughs> I had had a few friends that had bought um, a lot of homemade items that had been sewn. Mm. And I, at the time, thought, oh, that's great. I have a sewing machine that I have never used. So mm -hmm. my grandmother gave me a machine when I was 13. Mm -hmm. I think I was about 13 or 14 as a gift. And I thought, bit of a random gift. I would rather just, you know, 
have the money <laughs> yeah yeah money or vouchers from i don't know a fast fashion brand and i i did nothing with this air machine for a very long time i ended up giving it to my mother-in-law for a, a while and then i think as my kids got a bit more independent and i had a tiny bit of, of free time i decided to um get the sewing machine back and I basically just sat on YouTube and I taught myself how to sew Amazing. so I would just I mean definitely a top tip for anyone that wants to learn to sew I would just look up tutorials of things that I wanted to make mm, and there is probably I some agree. content out there that is very beginner friendly and I just had to go with it it was trial and error I was having fun I think for the first time in many many years I was learning a skill and not being examined on it and that was very liberating Oh, yeah. So I had come out of a very intense examination process throughout the whole of my uh, education. And it was really nice to just have something that I didn't need to be judged on. Ironically, yeah. I then decided to go on the sewing bee and be judged weekly. <laughs> but at the time, it felt, it felt very nice. So I ended up um, yeah, teaching myself how to sew. And by the time lockdown came around, so that was probably, I think it was about mid-2019 I started. Okay. By the time it got to early 2020, obviously, then we had lockdowns. And if anything, that was a bit of a, I don't know, like a, a, a boost of confidence for me because I had, I could just sew at home. Like mm -hmm. there, there was, there was no you know fear I should be doing something else or yeah I be outside it, it, doing exactly this, so. I mean I did end up turning into a bit of a Miss Honey and teaching as well because obviously schools had closed and I had uh, my daughter leave nursery and then I had to basically be teacher yeah. as well as parent but yeah yeah I know <laughs> it it was a it was a skill that I was able to teach myself while still focusing on my children so mm -hmm. that was also nice because I could sew things with them. I could sew things for them. Yeah. I could do it in the evening when they had gone to bed. I could quickly watch a YouTube tutorial while I'm making their breakfast. Like it was very accessible as a craft yeah. for me. Um, mm. I also managed to, when I started sewing, do it on quite a nice budget as well. It felt quite, um, I'm going to say cheap. That's probably not the right word now because... Mm. It's didn't feel luxurious in exactly yeah, it didn't okay. feel it, it felt accessible at the time mm. um I used to go I still love charity shopping so I used to go to charity shops and find you know like bed sheets and old yeah. fabric and I was upcycling and I made a yeah, altering stuff yeah and, altering yeah, yeah, I think yeah. one of the first things I did was make a little costume for my daughter's world book day and I used a, an old mm -hmm. shirt and yeah so it was it was very liberating to teach myself a skill as an adult I think it's quite nice to yeah. you know have a hobby I was watching my children being so busy with all these hobbies and I think if anything I was getting a bit jealous like yeah. I have a hobby why do we stop having hobbies as an adult yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. So, so yeah I, it, it's mm. a very different um I, I there's some I think there's just some things in life you can never predict I mm. I cannot believe that I have just you know been on a sewing program uh, and... yeah and, and what was the entering of that did someone suggest it to you or did you see it online and just think why not or like what was your in... thought process so around the same time as getting the machine um and then obviously lockdown shortly after I ended up watching a series of sewing bee mm -hmm. never never watched it before but I'm a big fan of the great British bake-off and mm -hmm. if any of my family have asked you know, would have asked what one I would have gone on, they would have said Bake Off because uh, okay. I used to bake a lot more than I do now. But yeah, I was a big baker um, and I come from like a family of home bakers. But okay. I watched that and then I saw that there was a sewing bee version. So I started to watch it and 
I really enjoyed watching it. I thought, oh, that's really nice. And I yeah. loved the rapport that they all had with each other. It didn't look yeah. like a competition. They all look like friends. And I thought yeah, that's so yeah. sweet. So the power of Instagram and social media, you can find out like who was on it and start following them. And I started to follow more and more um, sewing social media accounts and watching mm. more and more videos. And when it came to applying, my husband would hate me telling this story. <laughs> He is gonna hate you for telling. Are you gonna this. tell it anyhow, or is this gonna be like, should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? She's oh, no, gonna I'll tell s- it anyway. I'll say it. I'll say. It. <laughs> um, the Sorry, year before, I, I know. <laughs> it's babe. Um, the year before I actually applied, I was very close to applying, and my husband went, "Are you? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Because like they're quite good." <laughs> and I was like, babe. And yeah. he was like, you know, I just don't think you're ready. Like, a virtual slap, you know. Do, do, do. Essentially, yeah. He was like, you've only just started sewing. I know you're really getting into it. But the thing is, I go in, when I love something, I go you know, like all in. And it's okay. very much a passion from the get-go. So he was like, mm, this could just turn into the knitting that you've put aside. Like, this this may not be what you want to do. Why don't you think about it and wait a year? Okay. So at the time I thought, okay, well, he clearly knows me more than I know myself. Mm. I hadn't actually sewn that many garments at the time. So in hindsight, you know, he was right. So so, um, I applied the following year. So Mm -hmm. that was for this year. At least he didn't dampen it completely, right? (laughs) You dampened the moment, but not the spirit. Not the whole spirit. uh, I carried on sewing for that year. I probably spent a lot of time sewing. And I started to sew like loads of different things and mm. I discovered like all the patterns that there are online and, you know, mm. more social media accounts. So then I decided to apply the following year and it was a success and I got through and I turned to my husband and he was like, see, I told you to wait for the year. Oh, of course he turned it back to his <laughs> success course. then. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, so no, it, although I joke about that story, like he was very supportive throughout the whole yeah. thing. And um so I just decided to apply on a whim. I didn't tell anybody. The only reason I told my husband was because I forgot his mobile number and they asked for that as a as a contact. And I was like, babe, <laughs> what's, what's your number again? And he was like, why are you asking me that? And I was like, because I'm applying for sewing fee. And he was like, that's how you're telling me. <laughs> so I didn't tell anybody. I think um, oh. it was a way of just keeping it to myself yeah my whole yeah. sewing process Your up thing. until that moment yeah, yeah mm. was just me and I mm. didn't want to feel disappointed in myself and I didn't want mm. to put any pressure on myself so I just applied I just applied and I did it for me and if I didn't hear back I didn't I you know mm. I was proud of myself for just applying mm. like I thought you know what that's the yeah. first step well it's a bit like Vicky saying like practicing what you preach right yeah. you know you might oh, say to kids go do it just have a go yeah. at that or do that and so why not I, right mm. why not I think like you say as well Lauren part of the reason I love sewing is the accessibility with having children yeah definitely it's because like... I was the same as you like after having kids you, oh you know what it's like you can't mm. do as much as you used to do and you've got definitely. someone else to consider I think you've got someone else's logistics to consider you've got other financial commitments to consider yeah. and you've yeah. got your own guilt around spending time on yourself whereas yeah. I think sewing is something you can do at home it's something you can do in nap time or when the kids yeah. are asleep or in the evenings and you don't I don't know. I mean, I love it anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think the accessibility mm. is something. Home based. Yeah. 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 And it, there's it useful. Makes there's what you're yeah. making is useful. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You, like you said, you can share it with the kids as well, can't you? Exactly. And yeah. there's there's um, equally no pressure to finish something for a certain time or having to get something mm. done 
I can't think of another example of a a um a hobby but just off the top of my head I can imagine like for example painters you know you're you're limited to you know I need to get as much done before the paint dries up that's probably a very poor analogy well if you did running or something you have to you have to dedicate an hour don't you exactly Mm. whereas for me sewing was you know there could be some days where I sew for six hours straight and then Mm. other days where I've sewn for six minutes or I haven't looked at the machine Mm. yeah and there's no pressure with that it's as and when I I sew around my dining table so you know okay my kids could be coloring or doing lego next to me and I'll be there sewing so it is very I'm still able to be quite um present present and that's very important for me Mm. um but also another like avenue of this whole sewing and the stage I got into sewing is Mm. the fact that as a mother I did kind of lose myself a little bit Mm. I agree with you on that as well in mother yeah in motherhood I did lose myself a lot I was a fairly young mum so Mm. I went from having you know like I don't know friends that would come around all the time and and quite an active like social life to Mm. being a mummy of two and having to gain new I don't know elements of yourself um of course I moved up here whilst pregnant I didn't know anybody we moved to an area that we had no friends in it was a way of me connecting with not only Mm. myself but with others because Mm. although I was described as my children's mom I was also Lauren and it was nice to just step back and and still be Lauren it was nice to you know have something for yourself um and as well as that a whole other topic that I know that Vicky's very passionate as well about is the fact that we got into sewing as mothers and our bodies changed like we Mm. we birthed two children it's your body is going to change not the same (laughs) no it was it was liberating to be within a community where your body was praised anybody was praised so I am a big lover of fashion I always have been and there is still that narrative that certain bodies are more accepted than others whereas when you go into the sewing community oh my goodness everybody is just celebrated like it's so lovely to know that suddenly you can make clothes that fit your body Mm. not have that awful moment of the jeans that once you know you would wear yeah. pre-baby are now not fitting post it was really really nice to be able to make clothes that were, just... were right for you and yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, you're not, you're not yeah. restricted it's... anymore by the shops are you exactly yeah. and, and I think Vicky you talked about that on the program as well didn't you because mm. you had a plus size model but you also talked about yeah. just sewing in general and you appreciated that is a part yeah. of your sewing journey mm. I was the opposite of Lauren I hated fashion and <laughs> I was the absolute opposite. I've always been bigger. Like I've always gained weight really, really easily. Um, Mm. So I was the absolute opposite. I absolutely hated clothes. I hated shopping. I hated fashion predominantly. And it's really sad to say, but predominantly for two reasons. One, because fashion didn't represent me. And two, Mm. because I didn't think my body was worthy of the clothes. So I didn't, it's Mm. sad. It's Mm. really sad, yeah, because I didn't Mm. want to waste money or time on things for the body I currently had and ironically the first two things I made when I started sewing was I picked a size from the pattern envelope and I made the size that I thought I wanted to be so they never fit me (laughs) 
<laughs> they never made it anyhow. Did. I made it anyway yeah. because I was making stuff ready for when my body was the size I wanted it to be. I oh, thought wow. I want. I thought I wanted it to be. And how many, how many times did you do that, Vicky? Was that only just... twice? Only twice. Okay. Yeah, and only then did twice. you realize that was well? Not I didn't the way forward for I you. I didn't and, sew yeah. for myself for ages after that. Okay. I didn't, okay. I didn't. I didn't sew for me. I waited till I. I waited and sewed stuff for my kid, for my uh, daughter, while I was pregnant mm. with her. I sewed stuff for her, and then after she was born, I had no clothes that fit me. As you know, mm. as you say, Lauren, everybody's mm. body changes. I had nothing. One, I had nothing that fit me. Two, I had nothing that I liked. And I got okay. to the point where I was so sick of it and so fed up and so upset. And I thought, well, I don't want iris to ever feel this way about herself so again a bit in the same situation to the way i applied for the sewing bee i was like right this is enough i don't want to teach my kids to feel this way about themselves so let's Mm. change it and i think i listened to a podcast and it said something along the lines of your body today deserves nice things so Mm, so so for the body you have today and my husband was it was like stop saving your nice stuff for when you've got the body you think you want and whatever and it was John my husband said to me well are you gonna stop sewing in a year's time I was like no and he said well does it really matter if you make something now that doesn't fit you in a year's time it doesn't does it I was like no so so true Part, yeah, yeah so for me, sewing yeah. was part of getting over some of my own body issues. And kids teach you far more about yourself. I think kids teach oh. me more about myself mm. than I probably teach them about anything. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And that's the bit you're not told, isn't it, right? You're told, oh, you've got to like yeah. help and support them in this journey. And you're like, well, actually, the stuff they're helping and supporting definitely. me in. Yeah, oh, honestly, know, yeah. yeah. My children yeah. are such a blessing and such a a uh, drive for me because yeah, yeah. I think oh my gosh you know they've just walked up to a stranger in the park and they're playing and it's now you know their best friend <laughs> apparently and you think yeah. why can't we do that yeah so there are so many but, times well we can yeah. like Vicky just knocked on my door and became my best I know exactly so. <laughs> I was gonna say your story at the beginning was like yeah. should we have a cuppa yeah yeah let's just have a cup of tea <laughs> Like, has your sewing changed from being in the competition? And obviously you finished a lot, like, you know, I don't know how many months ago you officially mm. finished compared to what we saw on screen. But, you know, has has it evolved for you? Like, do you feel you're doing more sewing that's now slightly more professionalized or more social media savvy Ooh, or, um, or has it changed? I personally don't think my sewing has changed that much. I think one thing I've probably... Um, gained is a bit more confidence in my sewing Mm. okay so I'm more confident in my skills because although yes I did make it onto sewing bee there was still a lot of self-doubt and I was still fairly new to sewing and there are a lot of things that I probably thought oh my gosh I have no idea how to do this like you know could I do Mm. it And, and I have so I think it's definitely given me more confidence moving forward with my sewing um Mm. I think it's also given me more confidence within my style as well so I think everyone has quite a unique style. There are definitely 12 of us with yeah, very, completely very different, completely right? different <laughs> styles. I was worried, um, especially at, I remember that first episode, I was very, very worried about the fact it was pointed out I was the only one to have a plain fabric and everyone else had printed. 
And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the way it's going to be. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, by the end of it, I thought, actually, no, no, mm. this is me. <laughs> you know what you like. I know you? what, I, yeah, yeah I, re- I really do know what I like. I know what I like to create. Mm. I, I know what or where I get my inspiration from. And, and you know, again, mm. everyone gets their inspiration from different, you know, things or, or different kind of sources. So it's definitely changed my sewing practice for the better. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm still sewing. Mm. If I'm not sewing, I'm thinking about sewing. And yeah. I think it's definitely like a... It's yeah, in your mind. Is, yeah, every yeah, day, yeah. every single yeah. day. Yeah. And it's just squeezing it in. <laughs> yeah. And, and what about you, Vicky? Is it is it changed for you? Like your sewing? Yeah. I, it, it's strange, isn't it? Because I think people watch it in their time and they see us as whatever we're doing on social media now. But the reality is that of that is that we've had eight months <laughs> to, mm. to, to change um, yeah. in that time. So I think people forget that what we made on the show at that moment, we're now eight months ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, but Although I... cargo pants are still in fashion, Vicky. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are. But I definitely think, I, like you said, Lauren, I'm more confident. I think I'm more confident to try things. I think even going through the application process before that I'd be more no I don't know how to sew with that fabric so I'm not going to Mm. or or that will be difficult so I'm not going to do that especially combining sewing patterns I was very Mm. well this is the pattern so that's what I'm going to make um whereas now I'm a bit more like well you know you can just make stuff up have a go (laughs) Yeah, yeah 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 Um, so I definitely yeah. think more confident and I think as well I felt really inspired afterwards I mean I had a little break from sewing after filming because it was so okay. intense and yeah I think mm. most of us probably did but oh, yeah. um, I definitely felt more inspired coming back though I think mm. seeing other I mean I'm from a small city it, mm. I'm from a, a little area I'm not mm. saying there's not a mixture of styles here but I think I'm in my house a lot of the time (laughs) (laughs) or at work in uniform so I really loved seeing everyone else's style while we were filming I I really like seeing other people made and and hearing everyone else's stories as well I think Mm -hmm. sewing is such a lovely way to connect to so many things and it was lovely to hear people's stories and the reason they you know I don't know style something. style and what yeah. they like or, yeah. yeah and yeah. the similarities that we would have and how they mm. could all be so different so they could be the same pattern and if you give it to each of us it, it was will 12 look... different times I know it it's, it's great to watch that way yeah, yeah. I think like, as oh, well yeah it really was 12 different people yeah it really was 12 different we, uh, we all have maybe something that connects yeah. us to an extent but it really was 12 lovely mm. unique styles that could all just mm. you know what mm. I think by the end of it we could probably pass each other the fabric that we we're going to pick like it yeah. Was, yeah oh Lauren this is yeah. definitely you <laughs> yeah I know um, what you're going to do next yeah yeah, yeah, yeah take this one yeah. this is what you're running yeah. for it's fine you have yeah. it I've sewn oh. more plain since meeting you Lauren oh, oh. <laughs> I wish I could say I've, oh, I've sewn more maybe plastic. I've Maybe I've. You are wearing a print now, Lauren. It's a subtle print, but it's it's there. There are exceptions to my pattern. You did that Lady McElroy fabric the other day, which Which was very vibrant. That Mm. was that was a very Very vibrant vibrant. skirt. Um, 
I haven't worn it since though, have I? I've worn... With a plain top though, Lauren. Did Very... you still keep your... Yeah. <laughs> you know me so well already, Laura. I yeah. When I picked the fabric, we were actually all together when we picked that fabric. And the other bees were like, you should get it, you should get it. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm going to pair it with everything else plain. <laughs> Yeah. And I could see them being like, yeah, of course, that's what you're going to do. Mm. <laughs> One statement print and then the rest very plain. Yeah. But I, think, I... I think it's, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, my style is I go to the children's play park and random kids say to me, I like your dress. <laughs> It's got whales on it. <laughs> They've got good taste then, Vicky. You know. I remember but... um, one of the first things Vicky said was, yeah, I dress like toddler chic. And I was like, <laughs> toddler you know, chic. I've never heard that phrase. I am like... not denying it. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> but you're rocking your toddler it chic. It looks great. <laughs> but it's so interesting though, because like when you're younger, like people with completely different sort of styles, mm. you probably don't bond quite as easily because you kind of see yeah. it through a very defined lens very whereas true. look at you two right you're very being true. like you know we similar backgrounds and interests in terms of the kids and your tea drinking but you know completely different styles oh, and definitely. approaches and ironically um, I think uh, another one of my very good friends who also sews and is one of my closest mum friends we ended up having a baby uh, babies three days apart so okay. we were very very close and ironically when I told Vicky who that friend is hello Holly um, Vicky and Holly have basically identical styles, and ah. so I've now realised, although I don't wear the colour friendship the, type, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. the clashing prints, my friendship type is very much the opposite. So I'm okay. thinking because I like to dabble in it without dabbling in it. So I get to see what Vicky's making. That's enough for me. You I'm get so... the influx. Yeah, of yeah. I look yeah, at Vicky yeah, and yeah. I'm like, wow, that's so my cool. Other really close friend who's got kids <laughs> the same age as me. Um, likes planes and neutrals. Yeah. So her and so, Lauren are very similar. We're <laughs> potentially going to swap besties because we've oh, got, yeah. the four of us but, are just going to really work. We've never all met together. We shall make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, don't swap, just double Yeah, we just need date. to double I mean, up. this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I, then... I think you're right. I do love the fact that it's so mm. lovely that I really love and appreciate everyone's fashion mm. sense and their different style. Mm at the same time yeah. as still embracing what I like. It's it's very nice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's been a great series to watch, ladies. Oh, um, and then as well as the as the kind of the sewing life is, is pretty much normal life resumed. <laughs> Are you still police dispatching Vicky and Lauren? Have you gone back to do legal work or where you're at with that? So Vicky, what's... I Yeah, yeah. I'm back. I'm back to dispatching. <laughs> Fab. Yeah. You, you can't you can't change your outfit i assume you have to wear what you've got to wear it's a uniform, uniform but yeah, to be yeah. honest, that's fine by me yeah brilliant and lauren where are you at with with legal career so my legal career is very much on the back burner at the minute which okay for me and the family still works out quite well and yeah, yeah. um I have decided, well, I haven't decided, I ended up changing jobs recently as well. So okay. I worked part-time before and now I've gone back to full-time work. Okay. So I'm working full-time at the minute. So it's definitely a new dynamic for us and juggling mm. a nine to five, squeezing in a few hours for sewing, extracurricular activities for the children every single evening. Yeah. Um, but no, it's really nice working that nine to five. It does have its perks. Um, I now have my weekends mm. with the children, which is... Yeah brilliant and yeah as as we've mentioned already my children are very active yeah. in my everyday so 
yeah. they don't just mind. Just combine it all. Yeah, yeah. they don't mind yeah. mummy sewing for an hour, especially yeah. I nickname my youngest Velcro because he is my Velcro <laughs> kid. Goodness. Yeah. That's so so normally if I'm sewing, sewing, Velcro's near me. So he's normally with me sewing as well. <laughs> or helping mummy pick pins up off the floor. Like that's their favourite game. Yeah, my kids <laughs> like that too. It's it's really exciting. I ended up starting this job whilst airing was happening. So it was okay. a lot of changes happening in a very small space of time. Mm. Um, but it's just working out so much better for me and the family. Good, so. good. Yeah, they're um, always... When it... I was yeah, going to say they're, they're always the priority, so it's it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Well, they they have to be, right? Yeah. I mean, and then your second priority: when are you going to see Vicky? <laughs> oh, when are you guys meeting no, up next? Have you got plans? We have, we have plans to... at the minute. Yeah, we don't have we? any plans actually. We did, mm. we did that very stalkerish thing of googling the halfway point between our homes. And it's which is actually, Leicester it's which Leicester is nice. it's not far yeah. okay good um, yeah, not so it's about an hour's drive just over an hour for each of us so we've met um like for brunch a couple of times which a few times but dynamics yeah. are a bit different now aren't they with with work and school holidays yeah. and stuff. so yeah. it'll resume we still need to meet each other's kids oh yeah is, the yeah. kids what's really the weird agenda. is that <laughs> the kids have met each other Online. Through, online. Online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> my kids will will hear me talking to Vicky on the phone and then they're like, oh, is Iris there? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's there. My so they... kids call you the, the woman on the sewing machine, which I find quite funny. Oh, Mummy's well, friend on the sewing on the machine. Sewing machine. He, <laughs> uh, my youngest found a picture of me and Lauren in some photos I had printed and he stuck it on my sewing machine because he says Lauren's my sewing friend. So oh, that is so sweet. Stuck yeah. it on my sewing machine for me. Mm. I um, don't oh. want to ruin the illusion, but my kids are also of the belief that if they call 999, Vicky picks up the phone. <laughs> amazing amazing I don't, I don't want to ruin the illusion i also don't want them to call 999 thinking <laughs> yeah. that they could speak to will pick it yeah. up yeah 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 so one day i'll have to break the little hearts but at the minute yeah that's their belief that she's just on the phone <laughs> i love it i love it the, the joy of these kids right yeah this is great yeah and ladies I've, I've loved hearing more about your lives and what you're up to so it's been fantastic oh, thank um, you so, so much for having us no, it's great. And I mean, I know I'm connected on the old Instagram, but how can people find you if they aren't yet? Vicky, you go first. So my Instagram is what Vicky made. It's V-I-C-K-I. <laughs> great. And and for you, Lauren, what's yours? And mine is made by Lauren Tedstone. Okay. And yeah, we're both, um, you know, enjoying social media and very active on there. So if you'd like very to see... Active what we're up to post B, then we're definitely always updating um, our Instagram and that gives a really lovely snapshot of what we're up to. For me, I really love Instagram because again, with the whole accessibility thing and having kids, it's sort of an online world is accessible, isn't it? Because I can message someone at 3am if that's the time I've got, or I can message someone, you know, while I'm making dinner or whatever mm. so I think for me that's when I fell in love with Instagram <laughs> there's a lot of resources and there's a lot of friendship I mean there's a lovely brand that um I have met recently who make personalized mannequins okay and I've um worked with them for a little bit and they were explaining to me that for a lot of mothers one mm. of your shoulders is lower than the other and yeah. that is yeah and from that carrying is from carrying your children 
Oh, right. same, is... same with your hip as well yeah your Lots hip is also tip. oh my goodness everything's just out of sorts as well isn't it, it you carry the but... kids you carry all their stuff you carry, you carry their burdens yeah, you carry the water bottle you carry it all <laughs> yeah their burdens their stress <laughs> my own burdens are enough Um, (laughs) I'm stressing out now it's a really (laughs) lovely and and liberating conversation to have knowing Mm. that that isn't something that will be stigmatized like it's not Mm. oh no you know you can no longer buy a dress because your shoulder tilts a little bit it's more like right if everyone's wonky yeah (laughs) Yeah, let's let's make that change um so many fit issues when it comes to you know trousers and jeans and all of that it's so liberating to know actually it's not the jeans that are the issue in the high street it's just the fact that I need a bit of an adjustment and I can do that now Mm. I can make that and I'll make things work for my body so very 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 body positive (laughs) yay hooray to that yeah Oh, well, uh, thank you so much, ladies. I think it's super inspirational what you did for the bee and then what you're doing now. And I just really love your friendship as well. It's just really warming to see it. So um, all the best to you and your family. And I will keep following you on Instagram and hopefully listeners to Mother of All Solutions will do the same. So thank you to my listeners for today. Um, If you want to keep in touch with me, your host, Laura Broderick, I'm on Instagram and Twitter X as at Solutions Mother. Um, so please do connect with me as well and if you want to subscribe to the podcast just your usual podcast platforms apple Podcasts, spotify all the usual places and yeah do listen back to past episodes and subscribe for future ones and if you've liked today it would be amazing if you could tell your friends share on your socials and generally just you know share the love so thank you everyone for listening and thank you once again to vicky and to lauren and stay well everyone and yeah good luck with the back to school Take care. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.